on this week's episode of the Views from the John podcast. And you're just in in your bushes are just they're like a they're, you know they, they like inter <laughs> they like intertwine. You know what you, you know? You know? Yeah, dude. Because we got serious with you, I'm gonna get serious with you. All right, all right. You're gonna get serious with me. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna. Okay, I don't know what I'm talking about. You're gonna get serious with yourself. Yes. With me. I don't know what I'm talking about. I really don't. But here's my wish. <laughs> oh my god! If you guys knew the context of that, that was the perfect moment for him to do that too. Boston. Well, it wasn't long before the story of John's little miracle was sweeping the nation. Out of the Boston suburb comes what is, without a doubt, the most incredible story. Man, the last time we saw you, I mean, you did threaten to blast and pull a buckshot, got the shotgun and everything. Yeah, well, what can I say? John just has that effect on people. Yeah, I guess he does. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Views from the John podcast, episode 63. 63. I am your host, John Arez, and this guy over here, I can never get it right, up here and somewhere over here in this corner, is Josh. Not just Josh, but we, Josh, has decided to be brave. I'm open. And he's going to reveal... Coming out of the closet. ...his real name. Josh Ryder, everybody. Yay! Yay. It's Josh Ryder, everybody. Our... I-D-E-R. If you want to hit him up on social media, we got him a social media account because Josh don't do the social media, but now he does. He's on Instagram as Josh Ride One. One. The number one, not one spelled out O-N-E. Not two. So hit him up. I'm still new at it, so go easy on me. All all your lady fans have a place to uh, now connect to you so you guys can meet up and... uh, uh, yeah, no. Alright. Alright, but anyways, I want to thank everybody because uh last week's episode, episode sixty-two, was record breaking for us. Awesome. It smashed every episode we've ever had by four hundred percent. Awesome. And it did that in under twenty-three hours. Thank and you. that is thanks to you people. So God bless you. Thank you for coming with us on this trip as we continue to grow in streams and viewership. Props to you guys. I want to remind people that we're really trying to make this podcast, uh, you know, uh, better visually than it is audioly, so yeah. to speak. Like we're doing more skits and videos and stuff, and it can be confusing when you're in your car, like last week, and you hear me in the shower, and you might not know what I'm doing. Like, why is this guy on a podcast in a shower? Well, if you watched it, you know, you might understand what's going on. So if some of you that like to stream it could come over to YouTube and check it out, give it a like, subscribe to the channel, and all that kind of stuff, we would greatly appreciate it. So again, thank you very, very much. Thank you. Um, Last week on the show... I revealed an embarrassing thing about myself. I admitted that I have become accustomed to giving myself home manicures. Yeah, you're filing your nails. Yeah. Getting all pretty. It's not necessarily the nails. I do the nails and the tips of the fingers. And the nails. That's what was making my hands rough over the years. Yeah. Not a lack of, you know, having dry hands because, you know, I, I use lotion, but it was actually not manicure in the, like the fingertips to be smooth. And now that I, I keep them smooth, it's, you know, I love it. The ladies love it, you know? <laughs> so uh, it's, it's a good thing. So what did you do? You tried I, it out yourself? Yeah, I tried it out. I gave it a whirl. And you just didn't try it, did you? No, I had to get all in there. No, I'm saying you filmed it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was my first time, so yeah. I wanted to uh, so, uh, on file. I'm looking at myself <laughs> in the monitor here, and it's driving me batshit that I'm getting... Uh, 
I think it's the computer screen is like giving me glare on my glasses. And I, you know, I like wearing glasses because I can friggin' see. And I think I just look smarter. Like when I take them off, I just look like an old, bitter old man. Yeah. I don't know. Crusty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what is my problem? I don't know. All right. If, oh, I don't even. Whoa, whoa. What are we doing? What are we doing? I don't know. You're an Orioles fan? Where'd that come from? Uh, I, I just, uh, I like the back of the hat. It's black and it says Orioles. You know, what are you? Uh, I like orange. Orange is a good color. Yeah. yeah. I don't like this look either. Holy crap. I am out of my mind. We can't go wrong with the Red Sox hat backwards. But uh, I miss my glasses. I miss the glasses, dude. I, I do. Yeah? Yeah. Because I can see. <laughs> I just don't like the glare. All right, you good with the glare? Let's let's. Uh, I guess so. I mean, you, you know, you know, you know. Where's the friggin' producers here? You know, let's go. Makeup artists. Yeah. What are we doing here? The lights are all fucked up. What do I pay you people for, huh? <laughs> I guess that's what I get when I hire. Uh... Anyways, uh, yeah. So what do we got this week? What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Yeah, we got Josh's home manicure clip. We do. Let's get the puke buckets ready, cause I don't think it's gonna be pretty. I haven't seen it. But I have an idea that you doing your nails is somehow disgusting. I don't know. Check it out. Let's take a look. Ugh. Hey there, everyone. It's Josh. And on last week's episode of Views from the John podcast, episode 62, John admitted, well, uh, he admitted that he had like a little embarrassing fetish. And that was that he liked to file his nails. So... I went to the store today and I bought a 99 cent file and just because you know I have some rough man hooks I got some calluses I got some rough nails I like to bite my fingers bad habit but you know a couple bunions here and there so I, I figured I'd give it a try you know smooth them out so here goes nothing Oh. oh man. I hope I'm doing it the right way. Sounds pretty nasty. Oh god. I got like a I got like a cut there. Oh. Well, one down. Ah. God, why is this so, so miserable? It's like torture almost. I feel bad for you ladies out there trying to do this. Ah, God. Ah. I really don't know, John, why you enjoy doing this. Weird dude. Ah. Ah, uh, this finger hasn't seen a lot of action. Ah. God. Man. You guys hear that? It's like layers of skin. Ugh. Oh, ow. God, man. But not least, the pinker little piggy. Woo, woo, woo. Oh, nice and easy. This one sounds different. <laughs> well, I got a mess to clean up, but eh, I think it looks all right. They feel nice and smooth. <coughs> you gotta feel these babies, man. They're nice and smooth now. I got rid of this big old hangnail that I had. 
for those of you not watching, I just gagged. Got rid of some calluses. Dude, that was effing disgusting. Oh, it was beautiful. That was fucking disgusting. Feel this. Did you see the pile of shit that was underneath your fingers? man glitter. Dude. Dude, 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 No, 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 no. I think you might have went a little bit too hard there, buddy. You're not supposed to file your fingers down to the bone. You know? It looked way too painful. Yeah. You made a lot of painful noises, painful faces, and, and, and way too much of yourself was left on the friggin' table, okay? Yeah, I felt a little lighter. Uh, so yeah, I think you probably should have slowed down a little bit. But uh, it was a good attempt for your first try there, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Um, I apologize if that made any of you gag. But yeah, dude, you're not supposed to have a pile of gunk sitting on the table <laughs> like that, dude. That's not normal. Come it was on. just a little mess. Holy Jesus. All right, everybody, let's get into our next segment. We're going to start doing this weekly. It's going to be Josh's Movie Review of the Week. And why do we give a shit what Josh thinks about movies? Well, I'm going to tell you why. Because most movies Josh hasn't seen. Yeah, I don't watch a lot of movies or TV. Yeah, so, you know, there's a lot of great... I mean... you don't mind a good movie every now and then. No, I, I, I've seen movies. I mean, I, I do go to the movies and stuff. Yeah, but you're just, you haven't seen a lot of really good classic movies. Get the popcorn out. Right. Wrap myself up in a blanket. Well, hopefully we'll get back to that someday. Because it's freaking cold out. I'm not taking that goddamn vaccine. <laughs> oh, I don't know, dude. All right. All right movie review. Yeah, moving right along. Movie review. The Big Lebowski. Yes. And I think what we're going to do is you're going to become like a Siskel Ebert, Gene Hackman. What's that guy's name? That friggin', Those friggin' movie guys. Siskel and Ebert. Siskel and Ebert. Instead of giving a movie... Are they still alive? I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe one of them is. Which one was the skinnier? One? I don't know. Either Bert or Ernie died. I can't remember. I don't Bert. know Bert and Ernie. No, that's Sesame Street. Oh. Yeah, well, one of the guys died. They look familiar, though. Yeah, but my point is, we need to give you a rating system. All right. And considering that you drive a truck, let's do uh, we'll do a truck scale. If it's the greatest movie you've ever seen, it gets five trucks, right? Five. And if it's the worst shit you've ever seen, you don't give a truck. All right. All right. All right. Or anywhere in between. So, what do you give the Big Lebowski? What's what's the? It's five, right? Is five the bit the tallest? <laughs> The the top yes. score? Yes. Alright. Sorry. No, it's okay. I'd go with uh how many trucks? Uh go three and a half. Alright. Three point five. The big Lebowski trucks. gets three and a half trucks, which which would be about a yeah, uh, I don't know, like a a B plus? Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Alright. <laughs> Alright. So I, uh you I got, know I got a kick out of it because it all it all had to do with a guy taking a leak on a rug. It really tied the room together. It did. And I don't blame him. I, you, you commented on how nice my rug is in my kitchen. If somebody peed on it. Yeah, it is a nice rug. I'd want... I got nice rugs. I'd want somebody to compensate me for yeah. it. Yeah. You know? Nobody yeah. nicterates on my rug and gets away with it. <laughs> All right. Did you know Flea was in that movie? I did not know Flea was in that movie. He played a little... Who had Fleas? No, Flea, the bass player from... Uh, oh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. The Flea. Chili Peppers, yeah. Uh, you had a short little clip in there. I know Flea's been in a thousand things, but when I close my eyes and I think about Flea in a movie, I see him in like a uh, flannel and a hat driving a truck. What movie's that from? I don't know. You should find that out, though. I think it might have been with Bill Burr, to tell you the truth. Your man crush? Of course it was with Bill Burr. Of course. I know about the... What can I... <laughs> Bill's a buddy of mine. Come on. But uh, Jeff Goodman? Yes, Jeff Goodman. Walter Socek. Al's awesome character he played. Absolutely. And uh, uh, I thought he outdid Jeff Bridges. and But I know Jeff Bridges is the main character, the dude. So Yeah, but I also think Walter Socek was a tougher part to play. He was. He was a tougher part to play. But yeah, he... I mean... Uh, and Donnie... Yeah, shut the fuck up, Donnie. Yeah, poor Donnie. Yeah, they never let Donnie talk. I know. And uh, we got the marmot. The marmot. That's where the that's where the fleet character came in. That's where I noticed him. I'm like, oh, that's uh, 
So he is one of the Russian uh, guys. Yeah. I think they're Russian. <clears throat> I don't know. They're somewhere German or Russian. Whatever. Well, maybe that. No, no. Oh, okay. They're German. Yeah. Yeah. They used to be in that group, yeah. right? Autobahn? Yeah. Does the female vagina frighten you? Or, or is that what she says? <laughs> but uh, the whole bowling scenes are awesome. I love that. It brought me back. Don't fuck with the Jesus. Yeah, I don't. He licked the. He licked his ball. It was weird. Why'd you bring a dog bowling? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna rent the shoes. Why don't you board the thing? You know, he called it a Pomeranian. He did. And it, but it's not a Pomeranian. No, it's not. It's a Yorkshire Terrier. It is. Because that's the dog I had when I was in high school. Oh. We had a little Yorkshire Terrier. What was, it, what was his name? Uh, Yanni. No, it wasn't. Get out of here. Bailey. Oh, that's a good name. Yeah. Bailey. Yeah. Like the Irish cream. Yeah, it's a good name. Absolutely. Josh. It was a good movie. It was a good movie. I took the short bus in school. Did you? Yeah. I did too. Awesome. Yeah. What, where, where did I you, didn't know you were mentally handicapped. I'm not. But where'd you sit? Where was like your preferred? Was it like the back? We of didn't the, really have an assigned seating area. Well, then it's a bus. It's not assigned. It's like where where'd you prefer? Did you prefer to sit I the back or the front? I always preferred to sit where Rosa Parks sat. In the back of the bus. Yeah. It's the best place. So you're a cool kid. Yeah. What? Only the cool kid sat in the back? Well, well I guess I was a cool kid because I sat in the back. But being the cool kid on a short bus is like saying, you know, you're the you, you're the mayor in a town of three. You know, it's not a very big accomplishment. <laughs> so why did you ride the short bus? Well, I went to a so like a it wasn't a special school. It was a trade school, but uh, so we took the main buses and then we all hooked up to the short bus. And then we took the short bus. So it was like more like a shuttle bus. It was a shuttle. Yeah, because uh, back in our day, and in my school system, because we didn't go to school in the same uh, city, uh, no. uh, the short bus was typically reserved for people who were uh, handicapped. Special needs, yeah. Yeah, yeah special needs. And uh, yeah, so people thought I was special needs because I rode that bus. Yeah. And as it turns out, I wasn't special needs. I just happened to live in a neighborhood that was filled with special needs people. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was teased for that. And uh, it just goes to show you shouldn't tease somebody just because they take the short bus yeah. or just because they might look different. Because the truth is, you know, I didn't be, uh, I wasn't... Uh, I always thought the short bus was more luxurious than the, the bigger buses because they had nicer seats and... Yeah, a little bit bigger. Yeah. Less heat, people spitballing. Yeah, they heat up faster. Yeah. That's yeah. a good you know, that's a good way to look at it there, yeah. buddy. The windows were like easier to slide. Yeah, that's a good way to look I, at it. I used to smoke on my bus. My bus driver let us. It was awesome. Really? Oh, yeah. Ah, <sighs> smoking. That brings me to an interesting point. Oh, yeah? When you bring up smoking. Because... You. Uh, yeah, something happened before we started rolling the cameras today. I was uh, I was doing something that made a very similar sound to what Josh just did. Yeah, and uh, it made me literally choke laughing for several minutes to where my chest hurt and then like usual we start the podcast and uh it doesn't get as funny <laughs> I, I swear to god all the funniest moments on this show's history either happens before the cameras go on or after watch your feet because you're gonna end i guarantee you before the podcast nope. is over either your microphone's gonna tip or you're gonna drag that light off the uh stand no way i'm just predicting it you're predicting it absolutely all right i got my money on it all right all right Next question. Uh, I want to know something. Have you ever peed in a pool? Have I? Yeah. A pool, yes. Yeah. Yes. I let her rip. Yeah. Do you think kids still pee in pools? I'm sure they do. I don't know. Because there was a certain point that I think a rumor started going around, at least when we were at a certain age. Yeah. And you can confirm this if you heard it in your city where you grew up. But uh, it was just—it just became this well-known stigma that they started putting stuff in the water. Yeah. So if you peed, 
you know, you'd know who it was. And then once, you know, your cover was blown, you're like, I ain't doing that no more. You know, so that's what made me stop. It Otherwise, was, I'd still be peeing. It was Johnny. Look at him. He's got covered in blue. Yeah. You know, I mean, I can't say I haven't <laughs> been in a hotel hot tub in my 30s. Just let her go. And maybe had one too many and just said, ah, there's probably friggin' gallons of chlorine in this bitch. Freedom. You know? You know, but that but that's pretty disgusting, dude. But you have to imagine. There are some nasty people out there. Yeah. It's been yeah. estimated that like eighty percent of people that use public restrooms don't like wash their hands oh, afterwards. That's horrible. So man. if you take that same math so and apply it to how many of those same people probably don't wash it their body before they get into a hotel hot tub like you're supposed to, and they probably just <laughs> let their shit rip. So there's probably like feces in that water in like semen and like you know menstruation blood and just all sorts of nastiness and i know the chlorine's supposed to clean it but man like pee you know you're basically in a hot tub of sewage yeah basically yeah yeah. that's horrible yeah it is horrible don't you love the way i look at life what about the shower you know you pee in the shower uh once yeah. that hot water starts hitting you, dude, it just slips. To, to be honest with you, I, I've never done that. Not even in a hotel where you don't give a shit? No. Come on. No. Would you promise me something then? What? Next time you get a hotel room, yeah. crank that shower water up to yeah. the high, you know the highest you can stand it. Let it run down your back and just let it go. It is freeing. I, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if I could do that. <laughs> Uh, sorry, man. That, once that hot water hits me, I'll you know, never rent a hotel room ever again. Now, <laughs> well, dude, I'm telling you, you are the exception to the rule on the majority of the crazy, or not crazy, or like the quirky things that I do. That I, you know, yeah. and then you're like, and then you look at me like I'm Bigfoot, and I'm like, no, you're the weird one because the majority of men do do this stuff. Yeah, and, you know, I guess I'm weird then. Yeah, you're weird. Sorry. I, I would probably have to say a good 80% of men have peed in a shower at one point or another. That's horrible. That's, and, you know, I sorry, it's, it's just facts. I don't know. And you look at it like it's, you know, we're telling you that, I don't know. I, I think you're weird. You're giving me a bad rep. I, I just, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just so embarrassed that I admitted to pee in the shower. I'm just now turning it around on you. I, no, I... I've never done it. All right. Well, I have. That hot water hits me. I can't help it. But you know what? It's okay because I live alone. And there's something called bleach. And I bleached the house today. Nice. So, you know, it's okay. But once that hot water hits, man, it's uh, it's really tough to... Uh, you, you bleached the house? I didn't, I didn't think you did. Yeah. Let's not get it... Dude, I'm telling you, one of these days you're going to get punched in the face by the wrong person. Nah, not me. I swiffered the floors today. I bleached every inch of the bathroom. I did. So it, it smells really clean in this house. And of course, this guy, when he comes in the house and I ask him, I'm like, oh, it smells really clean in here, huh? And of course, he just can't be like, yeah, it smells great. He's like, no. And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean, no? You can't smell the bleach and everything like clean? And he's like... And what did you tell me it smelled like? It smelled like butt. Yeah. I think that's coming off of you, buddy. No. I think that's wafting out of your ass. And you got your little sad face. And then I told you I was just joking. Yeah, I'm telling you. I wish I was just joking. You cannot tell when this guy is being sarcastic, (laughs) when he's being dumb, and when he's being a dick. or You just can't tell. And I'm telling you, one of these days, dude, you, you are bound to get your... Pace, your, you know, your your face pushed in by the wrong person. Nah, I'd apologize before that happened. You know, I wanted to explore something here, man. Explore, because uh, yeah, I'm fascinated, man. I'm fascinated by all sorts of things, but I'm fascinated in pubic hair. You are. Yeah, just the whole aspect of when did we start giving a shit about it. <laughs> Because uh, I'm going to tell you something, and I think you can back me up on this. I go back to high school. I was in high school in the uh, early to mid-90s. I graduated in 1996, and back then, nobody, not men, not even women, nowhere down there, 
they weren't trimming it up they weren't shaving it clean nobody was doing that stuff and then it seems like the late 90s early 2000s it became just the standard that every girl was shaven and every guy was either trimmed up or shaved and it's just remained that way and i want to know like what happened in the late 90s where all of a sudden the whole world or maybe it's just america started giving a shit about their pubic hair like they don't want me it's like gross to them ah, shave it off get off you know <laughs> you know and i'm and i'm starting to miss the days where like you know you had a big bush and she had a big bush and you're just in in your bushes are just they're like a you know, they, they like inter <laughs> they like intertwine. You know what? You know? you know, you know. Yeah, dude. If you haven't experienced it, let me tell you something, okay? If you're a millennial or you know you're a younger guy and you've only been with women uh, who just had no hair down there and you got no hair down there, I'm telling you, you and your lady grow your shit out for like a couple of months and then bang and just feel what that feels like they like intertwine and they like cushion each other it's a it's a unique feeling it really is it changes <laughs> stuff up i'm telling you man i gotta kick out all the guys wearing masks nowadays and they got this, this big old bushy beard and it's like all sticking out you know when i get a kick of beyond that it just looks like a 70s bikini is when like <laughs> yeah exactly I like when people put their mask on like you, yeah. where they put it on their chin. Yeah. It's not meant for your chin. <laughs> like, yeah. it, if it's not over your nose, it's completely defeating the purpose of having one on. Was that like a chin diaper? Or diaper yeah, chin? they call it a chin diaper. You see, you, you see a lot of players in the NFL do it. I don't even know why they're wearing masks on the sideline in the first place, considering yeah. that they're like sweating. They're spilling all over each other, but yet somehow they're going to go to the sideline and a mask is going to protect them. <laughs> but every time they go to one of those guys, they're literally wearing it on their chin, or it's over their mouth, but not over their nose, and it's like whatever Th that's man. that's that I, I don't know maybe they're just trying to appease yeah that's probably what they're doing. the people but they realize that it's actually pretty uh oh i was gonna say the r word can't say that anymore man times have changed so uh what do you do for you you manscape obviously right yeah yeah so uh, well actually actually we i think are gonna get sponsored or I'm going to see to it that we are sponsored nice. soon by Manscaped. And nice. then Manscaped is going to send us their lawnmower for your junk, which supposedly won't cut your balls up. Because let me tell you something. I used, <laughs> before we had that technology, I used to take the hair clippers down there. Ooh. Yeah. And let me tell you something. I gave myself more than a few nicks down there, buddy. Ouch. Yeah. And uh, it's especially not good when you nick your shit down there before a date. Yeah, it's... And then, you know, there's stuff that can get on it, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and it stings. So, yeah, not good. But evidently, this manscaper is, uh, you know, revolutionary and doesn't give you any nicks down there. Nice. But I'm more of a razor guy. A big... Yeah. I tend to... Uh, yeah. I usually just... Or Gillette. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. I just I take a razor and it and it all comes off. I look like a I what I would imagine. You know, Sweeney Todd, that stuff. A boy would look like. You know, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, you know, okay. You put aftershave on or no? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. It's got to smell good when the ladies go down there, and uh, not only that, but you know it prevents razor burn it's no different than putting it on your uh yeah. you know yeah you're right your uh your face yeah. um i was gonna ask what you do down there but i'm kind of disgusted by that question so i'm just gonna refrain all right <laughs> it's not your business anyway yeah exactly all right so let's move on to the next question <laughs> all right here's the question that we've all been waiting for um Something that we probably don't talk about anywhere near enough on the podcast is Josh and I are musicians. Yes. And we are huge into music. Yes. Um, and uh, we don't really talk about music all that much on the show, but we're going to change all that right now. I love talking about music. So I don't know Josh's list, and he doesn't know mine, but we're going to find out both of our lists right now. And... The list is is going to be our top five most influential albums of all time. 
in our opinion. Yes. Uh, not to the world, but right. to us personally. Yes, our personal the opinion. The top five bands slash albums that like revolutionized the way we listen to music, made us want to pick up our instruments, influenced mm-hmm. the way we write, all of that stuff. Yeah. Now, picking only five, I don't know about you, but picking only five for hard. me... It was really hard. Was, no, it wasn't hard. It was impossible. Yeah. There's not just five bands that influenced who I am today. Yeah. But I made five anyways. <clears throat> okay? And these, for me, aren't going to be in any particular order. Mm-hmm. These are like my children. If none of these bands existed, I don't think music would be what it was today. I wouldn't be who I was today. I probably wouldn't have picked up a guitar right. if these bands hadn't come out. Ready? I'm going to start. We're going to do it? Yeah. I'm going to start. We're going to do it. The name of the band is Stone Temple Pilots, and the album is the 1992 Core. Unequivocally one of my favorite albums of all time. Yeah. One of my favorite bands of all time. Absolutely. I've listened to that album a billion times. I will listen to it a billion more. Got Wicked Garden on it. You got... uh, I can name every freaking song on the album in order. Is it Plush... Yeah. What's your favorite song off? Do you want? I I can't pick one. You can't. It starts out with sex type thing. It goes into uh, dead and bloated. Then I think it's uh, or maybe I can't name the track list. But yeah, uh, dead and bloated, sex type thing, plush, creep, where the river goes. I like that song. Where the river goes. Uh, Cracker man. Um, did I already say Wicked Garden? I did. Okay. Well, I did too. But anyways, yes, that's that. That's one of my albums. Let's keep it moving here. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't say this band in picking a single one of their albums is also next to impossible, but I had to because I the first time I heard this band, this was the album that I heard. And when I heard it, I had never heard anything like it before mm-hmm. in my life. I was like... it. it it like went through my soul yeah as corny as that's gonna sound i was it I, and to this day it grabs me by my soul like this and it, you know alice in chains which one dirt oh and the song that i heard my first time ever when i heard that band was wood yeah and to this day i think wood and nutshell are tied for my probably my favorite songs I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, jars of flies, jar of flies, jar of flies, my, jar of flies. That was nutshell though off that album. That was yeah. a good album. That was yeah. Uh, every one of their albums have been incredible, but that's the album that did it for me. And Wood is the song that got me into Allison Chains, and to this day, um, they are literally. My favorite band. Do, do you know how to, out of that whole Seattle scene that came out that exploded, Allison Chains was the oldest one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had. Uh, I want to say they. It was eighty four. Eighty eight. No, eighty four. They formed. All right, we can Alice our Allison Chains facts later. Let me move on to my <laughs> next album. The name of the band is Tool, and the album is. Undertow. Oh, that one, huh? Yes, Undertow. Uh, I can't tell you how much that album influenced my guitar playing. That's the same guitar style I have today. Adam Jones, who wrote most of those songs, is probably my most influential guitar player that I look up to. Uh, If I could hang out with any guitar player and write a tune, it would be Adam Jones from Tool. That was a good album. Um, I learned how to palm mute. The dun, 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 dun. I learned how to palm you by listening to uh, Tool. Yeah. Not heavy metal, but Tool. Yeah. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, so that out, all of their albums, absolutely phenomenal. One of the best bands ever. But mm-hmm. that's the album that got me. They're into very them. articulate with yeah. their music. In their in their music videos. In their layers. The music videos. Oh, absolutely. Remember, like like for prison sex the and clay, all that claymation. stuff. All the claymation. Just incredible stuff, man. Um, next album. This was the first CD I ever bought. Is this number four or number five? This is number four. Right. This is the first CD I ever bought. Yeah. Ever bought. Pearl Jam versus versus their very first album. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. I think it's their best album. 
and I, I had never heard anything like it. Uh, that's another album I can listen to in its entirety eight billion times. I would take it with me to a to a deserted island. I can play most of the songs on the album. Uh, they don't make them like that anymore. Yeah, no, they don't. That album just just look at the numbers it did. Yeah, it's just fucking crazy. Another Seattle band. You got yeah. three Seattle bands in there, dude. Seattle was just Boom. where where yeah. And I was like at that ripe age when that scene was happening yeah, and, and it that's what made me gravitate towards music next band and the last band on my list however i do have some honorable mentions that we gotta go through sure. so, sorry people all right but the last band on the list gonna be smashing pumpkins really siamese dream they made the cut their second album yeah that album i still feel is their best album yeah, they got a... Uh, oh, what's that song? I like uh, Soma. Is that Soma? Soma. I love that song. It's it's either Soma or it's Luna. I think it's Soma. Yeah, I think it's track four. And I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like eight minutes long. Just, it has a bunch of different parts and they're all really like... It's just chill. Like looking out at the stars yeah. type music. Yeah, dude, that, uh, that album is phenomenal. Yeah. Absolutely phenomenal. There's so much better music on albums than they play on the, the radio. Oh, I, absolutely. It's like so that's, weird. That's one of the reasons why you got to get the album. Yeah. For... Well, people don't get albums anymore. Let's let's be honest. That's changed too. But like, yeah, don't listen to what the record executives say should be the single for this artist. Get the you know, check every song yeah, out. Check it out. Because I find a lot of times too that like you know the best song on an album isn't the single that they chose for some reason. Yeah. All right. Real quick, I got to give some honorable mentions. Go for it. And we won't get too deep into any of these. But I have to mention these bands because if they didn't exist, like I wouldn't be here either. Okay. I think you'd be here. I don't think you'd have Nirvana. Yeah, never mind. Of course. Okay, Candlebox, Live, their album Throwing Copper. Yeah, I that album had hit after hit after hit. Our Lady Peace. Mm -hmm. I love every one of their albums, but their best album. Gravity. It was produced by Bob Rock. The 2000 release Gravity. Yeah. Oh my God! Is that album kick ass? Uh, that changed the way I wrote music, and it influenced, I think, every album I had around that time. The whole first song, as well yeah. as yes, as well as this band that I have to mention, and it's a perfect circle. Yeah, it still features Maynard, just like Tool, but Billy Howardale and his songs like Judith and Hollow. Oh my God. You know how much that influenced me yeah, when we actually, were together. Uh, that's actually one of my picks. Awesome. So uh, Awesome. And uh, just I have to give a real quick shout out. Pantera, Vulgar Display of Power, mm -hmm. uh, Sepultura, their 1991 or 2 album, Chaos AD. Chaos AD. Yeah, Absolutely. We got on the right page, man. Metallica. I got to list three albums. Ride the Lightning, yeah. Injustice for All, and Grew Master of myself. Puppets. Those three albums. A few more I have to give. Alanis <laughs> Morissette, Jagged Little Pill from yeah. 1996. That yeah. album changed everything for everybody. And I have to mention the Foo Fighters. All right. The Color and the Shape, 1997. That's where we got songs like My Hero mm -hmm. and Everlong. Everlong. Which... Which influenced I don't know how many different musicians and bands. Versus so, blues. Uh, yeah, that's where yeah that's where a lot of those songs became popular. I watched that movie. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> that's the thing with him. If it came out in the eighties or nineties, or it has a good film score. Yeah, if it came out in the eighties or nineties and it was decent, yeah. he's seen it. But like right around two thousand, it just dropped off. So let's get into your list, buddy. My I want to hear your top five. Well, I, I, oh, I already gave out. Er, 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 he's way off the microphone, folks. Way Sorry. unprepared. Sorry. Wearing his, wearing his dad jeans. I walked over in the, the paper there. But I mentioned uh, the perfect circle. Uh, was it Meridinol? Meridinol. Yep. Sea of Names. That was 2000. I, I picked that one as one of mine. That was a favorite of mine. Absolutely. Orestes. Right there with you. Um, Brenna. I love that song. Along uh, with the ones I mentioned. Yeah. Judith. Yeah. Three Libras. The Hala. Oh, dude. Have you ever seen the dude on YouTube that does a cover playing yes. the piano? Oh. I think I might have sent you that clip. Yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, my God. Uh, I might have to insert that guy's video 
or maybe ask his permission because sure. if you guys like a perfect circle there is a dude and i don't know his name that does a uh, piano version and sings uh three libras and it is just it's it's almost as good as yeah. like a perfect circles version yes go but ahead yeah, i love that yeah i love that one awesome album i gotta ju jump into the seattle scene too all right with yeah. a band that i didn't name no you oh. named two of the bands. No, of I, got, I got two Seattle Well, bands. you know, our tastes are a lot of yeah, good. I'd got to go with 91, uh, 1991 Pearl Jam's 10. I love that album. It'll, they play it a lot. They play a lot of like Jeremy and crap like that. Wait a minute. I gave the wrong album name. I said Versus. You did say Versus, yeah. I meant 10. Oh, did you? Yes. That was the first CD I bought. You're just saying that because I... No, I swear to God. <laughs> It's the red cover with them, like, with their yeah, arms. with their hands up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was 10. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I got the album wrong. That, right. that made my list. Yeah. Yep. So, I like, I like Release. And, uh, oh, dude. Fuck it. Release me. Dude, why didn't I grab my acoustic guitar? I could have Garden. played Release right now for you. I'm sure people don't want to hear I it. I could right play now. Garden for you right now, too. I will walk. I will. Right? No, no, sing. Do my. I would like to do, like, music and show, yeah. show people. But eventually, you know. And you even, you've even cleared me to sing on some of these songs that we're going to do. But why is it every time I try to sing something, like, oh, dude, no, don't, 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 don't. Like, it's fucking horrible. Not that bad. He's all right. I was trying to sing the chorus he's to... Uh, he's fooling around right now. I was trying to sing the chorus to Garden. Yeah. How good is that? When he's like, I won't sing it, but he's like, I will walk with my hands bound or whatever yeah, i will walk through your garden that's a beautiful or, this, or whatever. the whole second side or the second part of the oh. that whole album is awesome so good keep going keep Every, going everybody knows once and jeremy and all that stuff. oh fuck yeah but, but the whole album is incredible yeah yeah alive uh let's go back to seattle i'll also pick allison chains you pick dirt right yeah so i'm gonna go with jar of flies jar both, both dirt and jar of flies were were beautiful can you name all the songs off jar of flies um rotten apple was one of my favorite that's the first one mm -hmm. um was it i stay away is the second one uh whales of wasp uh nutshell of course um uh, no excuses that i know yes no, no excuses. excuses don't follow and that's, don't follow that's one of my favorite songs yep. Whale and Wasp is just an instrumental. It is. It is. And when I was in high school, uh, my brothers lived on the other side of the wall from me. Yeah. And it wasn't a normal wall. It was just barn board. Mm -hmm. So there was, like, no privacy. <laughs> so just to get some privacy from talking to my girlfriend, yeah. I would literally put Whale and Wasp on, on my stereo. And I would play it on a loop. Yeah. So that song is literally burned into my, like best memories of living in my basement with the christmas lights around the corner <laughs> uh, dude i had the sickest little room in my parents yeah, basement that came out in 94 though Fla jar of flies yeah great fucking choices dude. Uh, yeah. yeah i got i got some two different ones but all right but uh this one impacted me because i actually met i met uh chi and chino from the deftones and it it would be uh adrenaline Thank you. Would be one of my favorite albums. Thank you, because I forgot all about the friggin' Deftones. I met him when I was 14, man, in a, at a local venue here in town. It's right when the oh, Adrenaline, yep. right, just right before it came whoa, out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Were we at the same show where they played at a certain club maybe three miles down the road where we used to play, and it was downstairs before Deftones got big? Uh, I think it was right around I, the Adrenaline time. I think it was upstairs that I saw him at. Because this was 97, right, when Adrenaline came out? Oh, uh, it was 95. 95, Ad yeah. Adrenaline came out. I, I saw them in 94. Do you know the club I'm talking about? I do know what the, the club you're talking okay. about. They played downstairs, not I, upstairs, where I, we I, played I, with 500 people. I'm talking they played downstairs with the 200 people. Did you go to that show? No, I, I watched them upstairs. Oh, my God, I dude. I forgot who I saw with them, though. You want to talk about a crowd going wild. Yeah. You couldn't escape a mosh pit yeah. in one of those shows. So you imagine seeing Deftones now and you go see them in an arena. But we were seeing Deftones, dude, when they were rocking just as hard in like 150 capacity people clubs. I saw them when they were like 20 Everybody people, in the club was just going just ape shit. <laughs> like you had to mosh or you had to dance or yeah. move. There was no like standing but, there like this. But they were outside skateboarding and at the time I smoked, I smoked butts. So yeah, like, hey kid, give me some butts. And yeah, you ripped the butt with Chino. I, they took my whole pack from me. Oh, you took my whole pack from me. <laughs> nice. 
and back, the back then they, those guys and, probably weren't making much money and of course she had like huge dreadlocks and you know he passed away back in 2008 because of a car accident but yeah. i mean that, that whole uh that whole album was awesome engine number nine nosebleed dude they have so many good albums yes they do but yeah you're right and thank you for putting that on your list dude i i i give your list so far like five and a half trucks uh, yeah this is where i might go a little off because it's indie rock and all right i have like a little thing for but so rock. far you are just on the money and i can't I, I can't put down this album like i'll i'll listen to every song it's everything's layered it's beautiful Enig but, enigma no not enigma <laughs> enya but uh, no it, it uh would be the verb the verb yeah the, the verb the verb pipe no urban hymns wasn't there the verve and then the verve pipe? Yes, there was their verb pipe, but they, okay. they did the freshman and stuff like that. The verve does the freshman. No, the verb pipe does the freshman. Okay, so that's not the band you like. The verve is Because the freshman I don't I I fucking hate that song. Yeah. And maybe because it got played on the radio yes, so much. But this is a bittersweet symphony. Oh, okay. It's and, uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um they got Weeping Willow, which is also one of my favorite. That's the album that you like the most? Urban It's got Bittersweet Symphony on it? Yeah, that's the first song. But they got... I, I don't know if I ever checked out that whole album. It's really spacey. And the stuff. whole album's good? Oh, absolutely. Whoa. You gotta check it out. That just reminded me of a band that I need to show you that uh, very few people probably have ever heard of. They were only a band for a couple years. Yeah. Uh, a band called Green Apple Quickstep. I've heard of them. Yeah, they had uh, one or two albums. They came through town a couple times, and uh, they had one song that became a little popular, depending, you know, on local radio. Mm -hmm. But one of their songs that they wrote is called "Underwater," and uh, that pretty much inspired the. <laughs> You need to hear this song. Yeah. So if you guys have Spotify or Apple, go search a band called Green Apple Quick Step and. Uh, the name of the song is Underwater, yeah. and it's just, it's awesome. I went through a little indie rock phase, though. Got Oasis and Radiohead. Well, that yeah, that, that, that was back when they were, yeah, dude, that's, yeah. <laughs> you are reminding me of so many bands that I left off the list. Yeah, I got some honorable mentions. Though. Coldplay. I'm talking yeah. like early Coldplay, yeah. when they weren't this, got, like, electronic band they got were. Parachutes, that album. Yes. Yellow. Fucking dude, those <laughs> albums are so good back then. Yes, huge influence to me. But yeah, I'll do the Seattle scene for uh, general mentions, though. I got Nirvana, Soundgarden, yeah. uh, Radiohead, R.E.M., Nine Inch Nails. I'm gonna, okay, I'm not, I'm not it. No. Okay, I respect R.E.M., like I respect any musician. Right. Any musician out there, I respect, because what it takes to be a musician is special and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, I've never been an R.E.M. fan. Yeah. I used to kind of make fun of R.E.M. a little <laughs> bit. Uh, but I, you know, you know... I like a lot of their songs, like Orange Crush. Shining like. happy people holding hands. Yeah, it was a little poppy. Uh, awful, I don't awful. Like, there's other songs. But everybody like. hurts or cries. <laughs> yeah nine inch nails never got into really that was the goth kids in my high school that were into nine inch nails yeah, I, like, all... I like the beat though and yeah. yeah yeah but you know there you go it changed man it changed the whole dynamic of a genre of music yeah well we agree with some oh i didn't even get through my honorable mentions i missed one i missed one that you didn't what i mean uh I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I missed one of my honorable mentions, and I have to mention this band, because this album is still friggin' phenomenal to me, and I think it's the oldest album I was influenced by. And of course I was influenced by bands like Rush and yeah. Zeppelin. Who wasn't? Like Those bands are like Beatles, the, automatic. However, Jimi Hendrix? Absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, one of my favorite songs by Pearl Jam is Yellow Leadbetter. Yeah. And you know leather, Yellow Leadbetter wouldn't exist if Jimi Hendrix hadn't wrote Little Wing. Right. They're almost identical. Mm. All right. I would have mentioned Tool, but I, Tool's kind of like a little darker for me, but it's good. It's all, it's great. Everything. That, that's yeah. why I went to a perfect circle. It's more a little bit of lighter. Tool's great. We, we went to a show. We, we we went to a show, a perfect circle. Yeah. A bunch, in, bunch of us went. Out in Cambridge. Mm. 
Massachusetts. Which Cambridge, was, right over the river from us. Awesome, All right. Awesome show. The last band I got to mention, I told you, it was from the 80s. Is this an honorable mention? Def Leppard, mm-hmm. Hysteria. Yeah, that was a good, good album. Very good and, album. Uh, pour, the, pour some sugar on it. Yeah, I was watching the uh, guitarist. Um, I forget his name. He's the jacked one. Uh, he was doing a, a guitar lesson on YouTube for some, uh, you know, audio magazine. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he was talking about how their whole approach, especially to that album and their writing, wasn't to have, like, uh, like both, like, guitars doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So he was like, when we play live, especially and in the studio, there's literally, like, eight parts for every riff. Like, they're both always doing something different. Yeah. Like, they're purposely, you know, they're they're never the same parts that both guitarists yeah. are playing. And they have a one-armed drummer. Yeah. But, yeah. they're Who does that? Incredible. But, like, Love Bites. Yeah. Oh, Photograph. Oh, I love Photograph. That's one of my favorite songs. Have you on. ever heard them do Photograph with uh, Taylor Swift? Uh, no. Uh, good. It's yeah. good. I, I, not a huge Taylor Swift guy, no. but I do, you know, I don't like those mo- were just the bands that influenced me. Most of those albums came out that I mentioned in um, the uh, early to mid 90s. Yeah. And that's what influenced me because I was right at that coming of age around then. But there's been a lot of bands that have influenced me lately that we don't really need to talk about. <laughs> anyways, let's get on to our next uh, topic of discussion here. Yeah. Real quick. I gave Josh a question. You did? That he had this week to think about, and now we're going to get the answer. And the question is this Let's say we were to find uh, a bottle and we rubbed it, and a genie popped out. A lamp. A genie in a bottle. Lamp. And we're not talking about Christina Aguilera. She, not that genie in a bottle. The like, game, like an actual genie pops out and says, Josh. Genies come from lamps, not bottles. Wherever they come from. Do you really think if they existed, they'd give a fuck if they came from bottles or lamps? Yeah. Just go with me here. Okay, we rub a lamp and a fucking <laughs> genie comes out of it, all right? And he says, Josh, I'm going to grant you three wishes. Sweet. Whatever you want to wish for. What would it be? What would you wish for? So I don't get one wish or three wishes? He gives you three wishes, just like the... Uh, Saying goes, right? Yeah. Three wishes. What would they be? All right. Well, on the serious, the first serious one, I'd probably do a... You have categories of wishes, like serious and not serious? (laughs) All right. Hey, they're your wishes, man. I have a... Yeah, I've I've got UC. I've got ulcerative colitis, so I'd probably take care of that, get that wiped out, so I don't have to worry about it. Okay. You would would cure your... Your what? Your UC? My UC. All right. Yeah. Okay. It's like a... Yeah. Yeah. Mm, sorry, buddy. It's all right. I'm sorry you have a disease. Yeah. I wish we could do something about it. Uh, all right. So, yeah. Okay. With wish <laughs> with wish number one, Josh would cure his disease. Yes. What would you do with wish number two? Wish number two, I would wish for endless bounty of pecan pinwheel swirls. Those little swirly cinnamon things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, really? Are you serious, dude? Yeah. You're going to use your second wish to I love wish those for things. an infinite if, supply. If I was on my deathbed, I wouldn't. Well, this isn't a deathbed wish. I know, but I, I like cinnamon. Okay. You could wish for a Ferrari or a billion dollars, but you're going to wish for an endless supply of... Pecan pinwheel swirls. Pecan? Pinwheel? Pinwheel. Swirls. Swirls. Okay. You know what I'm talking about. I have no idea what you're talking like about. I don't eat nuts the way you do. They're not nuts. I have a nut allergy. It's pecans. I'm just kidding. Pecans not a nut. I, no, dude. I no. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and that's all right. First wish makes sense. Let's get rid of a disease. Second wish. All right. All right. What's your third wish? My third wish. Oh man. For me to disappear? Yeah. Not today. Hey, if you're wishing for fucking pecans, why not that one, right? <laughs> probably be a lot more possible do you remember i remember everything do you do you remember when you thought of when love was innocent this is kind of i'm gonna get deep right now 
when love was innocent. Yeah. When you what were, do you mean by that? I don't know. When you didn't know that love, I if it got taken away from you, could literally break you in half? Yeah. Is that what you mean? That's what I mean. When love had innocence to it? Yeah. Like you just thought falling in love was good, and if love ended... Like you didn't even think about the consequences the, of that love ending. Yeah, the dark side. Yeah, I do remember when love was innocent. I, I'd, I'd like to go back there at that point. Just hang out there for a little bit. Got a little tear going on. That's kind of deep, no? I thought it was deep. That was beautiful. I don't want. I don't want a million dollars. I don't need world peace or any of that. That's that's that is so beautiful, man. I know. Wow, dude, you are such a deep guy. I want to go back to when love was innocent. Yeah, just like hang out there for a little bit. Oh just man. Chill. Yeah, that would be. Well, you know what? You ready for my three now? Yeah, I just read that today though. Oh, so it wasn't even original thought? No, I, I was kind of tricked up on my third wish. I was actually going to give my third wish away to somebody else that needed it. Wow, dude. What? You can't even... I, 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 there's, people, there's people out there that would probably murder your entire family and a million more people to have one wish. And you get three, and you just throw the third one away <laughs> like it's a fucking Whopper wrapper. <laughs> I love you, dude. You are just that, awesome. All right, be a sausage, egg, and cheese wrapper. I'm going to make this real easy. A biscuit. But of course, I can't memorize like uh, you can. So you got three? I would wish for what? an on-demand genie which could grant me anything I asked for. Oh, you read that online. Upon request. No, dude. You read that online. Everybody wants that. Hand on my mother's life. Yeah. And you know what that means to me. I know. That I'm telling you the truth. All right. I did not steal this from online. <laughs> I have been wishing for this and dreaming of something like this since I've been a little boy. But if I had even one wish, mm -hmm. I would wish... For no, and I'm not just talking about infinite wishes. Yeah. I'm talking like an on-demand genie, where I could be like, uh, "Hey, whatever your name is," and he just appears, and I could say, um, "I want to be at the 1998 uh, Super Bowl in the front row," and just like that, I'm there. Mm -hmm. And then whenever I tell him I'm done, I'm back. Like it's, it's just whatever I ask him to do, it just happens. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, okay. If if for some reason that wasn't part of the rules. <laughs> Okay, and I actually had to pick three wishes. Okay. Oh yeah, you got a backup. Yes. In case I complain. In case that wasn't possible, because I'm sure everybody's going to want infinite wishes with their, you know, wish. And uh, if that's not part of the rules, here's what I'd wish for. What's that? The real wish. Because we got serious with you, I'm going to get serious with you. All right. All right. You're going to get serious with me. Yeah. Well, I'm going to. Okay. I don't know what I'm talking about. You're going to get serious with yourself. Yes. With me. I don't know what I'm talking about. I really don't. But here's my wish. <laughs> oh my god, if you guys knew the context of that. That was the perfect moment for him to do that too. The guy's a friggin' genius. Alright, dude. I'm a genie. Yeah, you're a you're a genius. Alright. The number one thing I would wish for, okay? Yeah. Would be to go back to uh, about nineteen ninety three or nineteen ninety four with everything I know to this second. All right. I could just slide back into my 15 or 14-year-old self. What would you change? With everything I know now. What would you change? Everything. Everything? Everything. Everything? Uh, fuck load. And that's a whole other episode, too. <laughs> but yeah, just imagine being able to go back into your 15-year-old self with everything that you know today yeah. and how much easier it would have been to navigate life. Yeah, it, it would be. And I wouldn't have to wish for any money because you would know who wins like the 2004 World Series mm -hmm. or the 2001 Super Bowl. But you'd be a little kid. You can't gamble. Yeah, but I'm saying when it did get to the point where you could, yeah. you could get money that way. But I would like to go back just to experience innocence mm -hmm. in love. Yeah. My first high school girlfriend. To relive that moment. To be with my high school friends again. To actually give a shit in high school so I can get good grades and go off to a good school. Actually follow my dreams instead of being talked out of them. Yeah. You know? I could have been great. You, you, you are great, man. You're a good Thank person. You. You're a good person. I was setting you up to talk shit, but you ended up doing the right thing. <laughs> you are great. Uh, but yeah, uh, let's see. The number two wish, 
yeah. after I was transported back to 1994 with everything I know now, would be to upgrade my body, my height, and my looks. You won't be like me? No, not at all. <laughs> uh, I'm five foot ten. I would want to be six foot, six foot, six foot one. I would want a much better looking face, like a Zach Morris or a, uh, I don't know. Somebody who looks better than this. All right? Seinfeld? I don't know. No, fuck it, Seinfeld, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, why don't I look like Chunk from Goonies? No. That's not yeah. Chunk. It's Sloth. Whatever his name is. Yeah, Sloth. With the baby. Good film score on that movie. Yeah. But yeah. I would want to be taller. I would want to have like a really thin but like muscular body physique that I just wouldn't ever have to take care of like some people seem to have like they don't go to the gym but yet they could be on the cover of like Men's Health magazine like they're that you know yeah. so that's what I would, that, that would be my second wish so here I am wishing for to go back in time which is regret here I am wishing for a prettier face a better body and a taller height which mm. is what vanity yeah. And let's see, my third wish would be for perfect health for life. Meaning, uh, like, you would never get a headache, a stomach ache, a cold, a flu, a virus, the shits. Are you happy, John? You would never get uh, happy with yourself? a disease. <laughs> no. Like, dude, I'm a hypochondriac, and I've had a lot of health problems in my life. Yeah. So I'm, t I'm trying to be serious. See, yeah, I know. This is this is where you and I differ. When you get serious on the podcast, yeah. I get serious at the appropriate times. All right, sorry. You're the type of guy that would fart at a fucking funeral. Dude. Oh, I wouldn't. Yeah, I swear to God, I would dude. Totally not do that. Like when I'm trying to have an actual real moment on the podcast, I'm giving you a moment. You're still over here fucking sticking the knife at me too. <laughs> but that's why I, I love you. I love you too, man. But that's what I not would in do. A gay way. Let me ask you a question though. I don't know if you believe in heaven and hell, God or the devil, but let's say that a demon approached you, like walking to your car after you leave my house tonight. This guy just appears out of thin air, his eyes are fucking red, and he proves to you unequivocally that he's a fucking demon. Uh. And he says to you, I can give you any fucking thing you want. I mean anything. Bring somebody back from the dead. Give somebody eternal life. Fucking anything. Hmm. But he's going to take your soul. Meaning that when you pass away, you go to hell. Right. Do you make a deal? I would say no. 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 Not even if it meant... Not even to... Okay, I won't say it. <laughs> All right. That, okay, that's a good choice because I don't think I would either. Even though that demon could bring my mother back to life, yeah. that demon could uh, grant me like could change your life. Yeah, I mean everything. I'm sorry that my wishes are so selfish because I think about it now and it's just like they're not selfish. Why not wish for fucking peace? Can you imagine living in an America or a country where just everybody fucking got along? And everybody looked after each other. I don't think it could. And there was just no violence or fucking hatred or racism. There was no homelessness, no drug addiction. Can you imagine living in a world like that? I think, I guess I would wish for that. Fuck that. I will, I will sacrifice one of my wishes to give that to the world because... I, I think if that happened to the world, it would destroy itself. No way, dude. Yeah. I, I think we could get there. And I think the sad part is, is the majority of us want to live in a world like that. But very think... few of us seem to like do anything about it. Except me, right? Because I'm perfect. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm not. So yeah, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't make a demon. I wouldn't make a deal with a demon. Yeah. I, I, I absolutely believe there's a hell. And uh, if you don't, that's fantastic because uh, it's great. Everybody's entitled to their yeah. own views. Because I'm telling you, uh, I unequivocally believe hell is real. I believe it is a lot like it's been rumored to be, where you literally feel like you're being burnt alive for what, eternity. What if we? This is hell. What if we're living it? I've thought about that before. I have too. I swear to God. Cause and this is going to get a little bit dark, but yeah, maybe we can talk about that, dude. Because honestly, my luck over the last 10 years and some of the depression I've gone through and uh, thoughts of suicide that have gone through my head when I reached some dark places. It's not just you. It's, there's a lot of people, man. Yeah. That affects. I'm telling you, there's 
times where I think where did I die back in like 2010 or 2011 and I'm just like stuck in this place now that seems like I'm still living but like my dreams keep getting dangled in front of my face yeah. and all these bad things keep happening get taken away from you yeah taken like, advantage of yeah sometimes I really do feel like we could be in the matrix and I got the short end of the stick technically when you're born you're you're that's when you start dying yeah i know born. it's, it's kind of sad it is yeah okay we're going in the wrong <laughs> direction this is a comedy podcast people yeah we're not going down dark depth roads here all right um you know what i just looked down and we've been talking for over an hour if you add in the intro and the yeah. in the intro and the in the film of you ugh it's i did a pretty good job we yeah you did a good job of nearly making me vomit and you know how much i like to vomit and speaking of vomit i hope you've enjoyed this episode of the views from the john podcast tune in next week christmas because special. next week is going to be the christmas special <laughs> it's going to be nothing but talking about classic christmas everything i have some amazingly funny christmas stories i mean there's a it's gonna be fun dude we're gonna have some fun next week i think santa will appear yes maybe maybe i don't know what's going on but tune in next week dude mm -hmm. for episode 64 for the uh uh christmas special holiday special absolutely i hope you guys have enjoyed Quantum. this one i'm john eras this guy is uh josh josh writer writer and uh, yeah, absolutely, everybody. Happy holidays. We'll see you next week. And happy Festivus for the rest of us. Thanks again for everybody. Uh, peace out, everybody. Make the noise. <laughs> that was a fucking weak one. <laughs>